Okay, we're picking up on Dafa Yegimel on the bet. I think we're talking about the uh, the Chayot here. So it says here four lines down. as I think how far we got. We said the Chayot Ratzov Ashov Kemareh Habazak. So it says that the uh, the Chayot, these uh, creatures, these divine creatures, they were like running uh, running back and forth, like the uh, vision of the Bazak of the lightning. Okay, my Ratzov Ashov. What does it mean like back and forth? So, Amar Abida Ka'or Hayotimi Pia Kibshan. For Abida said it's like the light that comes out out of the furnace. Where I guess like there's like constant like a flame burst out, comes back in, burst out, comes back in. That's really the image that you have. My Kamari Habazak was mean like a like lightning. Amar Abiyosi Barachanina Ka'or Hayotimi Bin Hacharisim. It's like the, like, again, like a flash of light that comes from between like earthenware vessels. I guess they're using earthenware. Uh, explain like to a refined gold, you see like these flashes of light, I guess, as it goes in. So that's sort of, that's sort of an image that you can imagine, these flashes. Okay. Now the Pazuk says in Yechazkal, again, we're sort of going through now, and we did this with Masa Breshi, where we sort of interpreted some of these Pazukim. So we're doing the same thing with the Masa Merkava, a little bit of uh, analysis on Pazukim, just to get a, a, a quick taste of it. Okay, so I'm going to translate here. It says, I looked, and behold, a stormy wind came out of the north, a great cloud with a fire flashing up, that's Eishmit so that a brightness was around it, that's Nogalos Aviv, and from it was a uh, like a color of Chashmal. We said yesterday it was like Electrum, this fire translated as, Mitochaish from the fire. So, it says as follows, Lahechan Azal, where is it going? Like it comes from the north, where is it going? So I'm Rabbi Demarav, same uh, rabbis here. Shehalach lichvosh et kol haolam kulo tachad vuchanetzar harasha. It was going to conquer the whole world, so that the world would be under the control of the vuchan, the evil, the wicked vuchanetzar. Okay, so you get an idea here, right, from the Gemara that Hashem is sort of supporting the vuchanetzar, right, who ultimately ends up destroying the first Beit Hamikdash. So, but kol kachlama. So why we need all this? Uh, why does it have to be like this? Interesting answer. It says the idea is because Hashem didn't want people, to, the, the nation of the world, to say, oh, sorry, people to say that in the hands of a small or uh, uh, like a lowly nation, Hashem handed over his children. So it was important that Nebuchadnezzar control the whole world. So when Nebuchadnezzar destroys the Beit Hamikdash, we say, well, at least you know, at least we lost to the one to the, to the, to the, to the champion. It's like you know, you lose in the playoffs, but you know, if you lose. At least to the guy who becomes the champion, you're like, well, I lost the champion. It's basically, basically like I made the championship game. Yeah. Is that kind of counterintuitive? Is what do we think that like you wouldn't want to attribute more power to Nebuchadnezzar? What we're saying that I think it's Zavka. I'm saying that we're saying that Hashem is the one who gave Nebuchadnezzar the power to give an impression that uh, at least we got beat by someone who is worthy, you know, as opposed to not. Okay. Now. Um, Amar Hakadosh, uh, yeah, Amar Hakadosh God said, "Mi Garamli Shehayeh Shamash of Deipsilim, what caused me to be? This is an interesting idea. Also, caused me to be like a Shamash, like a servant of those who worship idols. Meaning that I have to do the bidding of Nuganetzar. Who caused me to do that? Abanotehem Shal Yisrael Hain Garmuli. It's the sins of the Jewish people that caused me. Meaning, I don't want to do this." But to help you, but now I have to punish you, and to help you out so you don't, to save face, at least I have to help out the Nebuchadnezzar, which is sort of a horrible uh, idea. 
Okay, now it says because the 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 uh, the, puzzle, the parable continues. Va'eira hachayot v'hine ofan echad ba'aret etzel hachayot. I saw these creatures, and I saw an ofan, a wheel that was on the land by the creatures. So Amr Abelazar, what does this mean? Rabelazar says, Malach echad shehu omeid ba'aretz, it's one angel who's standing on the ground, but his head reaches all the way up to the place where the chayot are. Okay? Bimatnitetana, they taught in the Brayta, Sandalfon Shemo, his name is Sandalfon, Hagavoa mechavero mahalach hamesh meotama, uh, he is taller than his uh, fellow, like I guess the next tallest, by 500 years, right? We talked about that measurement yesterday also, right? The distance it takes, you know, we say light years, right? So you have, you know, uh, 500 uh, walking years. And what he does is he stands behind this divine chariot. And he ties crowns for his creator. Mara says, wait a second. Ain't is that so? But it says in the Pasuk, Baruch Kvot Hashem Mim Komo, that God's, uh, the, the glory of God is blessed from his place. Michlal de Mikomo Leka de Yadale, that implies that no one knows where his place is. So he's just Mim Komo. So how could it be that this Malach is hanging around right next to Hashem and tying crowns on him? So we say as follows. Basically, the idea is that he would sort of like declare a name for a particular crown. That's what this Malach Sandalfon does. And then it goes off and it sits on Hashem's crown or on its head on its own. That's the idea. Okay? Have an interesting uh, concept. Okay, Amarava. Rava says as follows. Here's a very interesting uh, comparison between Yeshayahu and Yechezkel, uh, which is a uh, cool idea. Lama Yechezkel, Rava said, Kol Yechezkel, Yeshayahu. Everything that Yechezkel saw, Yeshayahu saw as well. Meaning that the normal assumption would be that Yechezkel is the greatest Navi, maybe aside from Moshe Rabbeinu, because he had the greatest vision of Hashem. Right, the famous Maser Merkava. But, says Rava, no, Yeshayahu had the exact same vision as Yechezkel, okay? But, as what's, what accounts for the difference? He says, follows, What is Yechezkel similar to? He's like a village child, a village boy, who sees the king. What's Yechezkel similar to? He's like a city boy who sees the king. Meaning, if you are somebody who lives, I don't know, let's say, uh, I don't know, in uh, Nebraska, and all of a sudden the, the president comes to town, you go crazy. It's like amazing. They see the motorcade. It's like the most amazing thing. It's so interesting. You'll run home to your mommy, but you'll never believe what I saw. I saw this, and I saw that, and I saw this, and all this description. But if you live in Washington, D.C., right, and you you live right near the White House, and you see the motorcade all the time, so at a certain point, like, okay, you say, oh, I saw the motorcade today, but that's not such a big deal. So, too, Rob is explaining, that's what happens. Yechezkel, he's like the village boy. So he sees Hashem, he's an inexperienced Navi. So he sees a vision of Hashem, he goes crazy. He describes every little detail. He can't get over himself. But Yeshayahu and Navi, he was used to sort of seeing uh, Hashem in a certain sense. So his description of Hashem is much more mild, and that accounts for the difference. So it's an interesting uh, approach psychologically, and also like uh, you know increasing sort of the uh, the stature of Yeshayahu a little bit, perhaps, and our mind. Okay. I mean, must move along. Amar Rishlagiv, Rishlagiv says, "My dichtiv Ashira Lashem Kigoga." What does it mean that when the pasuk says in uh, in Parshat B'Shalach, right in the uh, in the Shirat Hayam, I will I'll sing to Hashem Kigoga. He was very much exalted. Shira Lemisha Mitgae Alagim. It's a song for the one who is like exalted above those who are exalted. To Amar Mars, it says, "Melach Shebechayot Ari." 
the king of all the animals is the lion. Sure, the king of all the um, domesticated animals is an ox. The king of all the birds is the nesher. Nesher often they translate as eagle, but we probably think it's a more like a vulture. Um, uh, one second. The Adam mitka alehem, and a human being is sort of like exalted over all of those. What? He's exalted, like he's sort of raised above all of those, and Hashem is exalted over uh, all of them. Okay, and the Al Kol Halam Kula, and over the entire and over the entire world uh, as well. So uh, here's another question about the uh, thing. Here we go. Uh, about the different uh, whatever. when you think about the faces remember there are four faces on the chariot so what are the faces it says in the puzzle uh, so it says you have the face of a man and the face of a lion on the right and you have uh, the face of an ox on the left okay uh, one second oh I, I, did I skip something no, I think, uh, okay, I think, I, I don't know, okay, well, one of the things that's important to mention here is that it says, uh, Kruv, why, did I miss that word? I don't know why. Oh, here it is, sorry, sorry, sorry. For Abba, okay, and Kriv, and it also says, for Abba, Panim, Lachan, Pnei HaAchad, Pnei HaKruv, Pnei HaShini, Pnei Adam, HaShishi, Pnei HaRei, Ve'arvi, Pnei Nesher. So then one says, you have a face of a cherub, and a face of a man, and a face of a lion, and a face of a Nesher, a vulture. But doesn't mention the shore. So the first one we have a description that is the shore, and uh, this one doesn't have the shore. So what's going on there? Why is it, it seems to be contradictory what the description of the Merkabah actually looks like. So Gemara says, Amr Yechazko asked for mercy, and he asked that the uh, that the uh, ox be changed into a crew. Okay, why? Amar lefanav, he said before Hashem, Bibanosh alolam, that's the universe, kategor yeases sanegor, alright, that a prosecutor should become a defense attorney, my crew, uh, sorry, sorry, uh, so, okay. so that's the point. Moyon is what? That the shore is sort of like a reminder to Hashem of a cow, and a cow is like the Egel, right, the Chaita Egel, right, the golden calf, and Hashem, he doesn't want Hashem to be always looking at the face of a, uh, of a shore, because I'll remind Hashem of the Chaita Egel, it'll be hard for him, therefore, to be, uh, more lenient on B'nai Israel, and so it changes to the face of a Kruv. Okay. So Gemara says, that's also a fascinating idea that Hashem Yechezko, like, Gets the the faces on the Merkava change. It's sort of a wild uh, wild idea. Okay, my crew. What is a crew after all? I'm Rabbi Yavau Kiravia. It's like a child. She came to Babel, Karin Lianuka, Ravia. In Babel, that's what they call a Ravia. So Kruv is Kir Ravia. Okay, always very interesting when you see that interpretations of Sukim sometimes are based on uh, Babylonian words, right? Uh, Aramaic words, I should say. Um, but although, it, it makes sense, because Yechezkel, right, remember Yechezkel, he is in Babel, right? So it does make sense that he would use a word that may be more like that. Amelie Rapapala Abai. Rapapala said to Abai, Elameata, Dirti Pnei HaEchad, Pnei HaKruv, O Pnei HaSheni, Pnei Adam, Vashishi, Pnei Aryeh, Varvi, Pnei Nesher, Hainu Pnei Kruv, Hainu Pnei Adam. So he said, I don't get it. But if that's the case, so you have these four uh, four uh, types of beings, right? The faces. One of them is a kruv. One of them is a man. Well, if a kruv is a child, that's a man. That's the same thing. They're both human beings. So the answer is, ape ravrave fa ape zutre. One's the face of a uh, adult, and one's the face of a child. Okay, zutre means a small one. Ravrave means big. Zutre means small. Okay? Uh, fine. Now, 
one pasuk says this in Yeshayahu that each of the um, these um, whatever angels whatever have the chayot have six wings. But another pasuk says It says they have four faces and four wings. So how come Yeshayahu's description has uh, six wings and Yechezkel's description only has four wings? So Gemara says, Lo kashia, kam b'zmasha b'yit mikdash kayam, kam b'zmasha e'en b'yit mikdash kayam. Kivyachol, shnitma'atu kanfei ha-chayot. Okay, so one of the descriptions, Yeshayahu's description is the, is the chayot in the b'yit mikdash. When the b'yit mikdash was around, they had six wings. Yechezkel's vision is after the destruction, <coughs> excuse me, uh, or at least in the Golan, so it's after it's after the destruction, and that and then what we're saying is that the number of wings gets reduced by two. Okay, Hey imut. So which of the two, which two wings were taken away? Asked the Gemara. So Amarav Hanan Amarav Otan Shomrot Shira Bahen. It's the ones that it would use to say Shira to sing praises to Hashem. Ktiv Hachag. This says over here Ovishtayim Yofeif. With two, it will sing Vikara Zelzeviamar, and they call out one to another. So that calling out sounds perhaps is understood as song. Uktiv and it also says, Hataif Enecha Bo Beinenu, where you like raise your eyes to it and it will not be. So the idea is that uh, it is gone, Beinenu is not there anymore. So I guess the idea is that uh, um, that's what was missing. I guess the Karazel Zeviamar wings, those are the ones that uh, were missing. Okay. The Rabbanan Amre and the Rabbanan said, uh, no, it wasn't those. The ones that were lost, the ones that covered the legs. How do we know that? Shneimar just says, Their leg is a straight leg, like one straight leg. By the way, this is sort of the, the source of the idea, that puzzle of why do we put our feet together during uh, the Amida is because we want to be sort of like angels. The angel has one leg, so we also can have one leg. That's the idea. So the question is as follows. Uh, if not for the fact that those um, uh, uh, wings that covered the legs were taken away, from where would we know that that's what their legs looked like? How, like, how do you see the legs of the if they had wings, how would you know covering them, how would you know what the leg looked like? So it must be that it was revealed and he saw it. So it turned to here. That's what happened. It was revealed and he saw it and that's what he knew. So the Gemara says, Did I just the line? Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. Dilma di glai vachazile. No, so the Gemara says, not so fast. Maybe it just got revealed. Meaning that at one point, like, maybe, like, the wings had fluttered or something, and he saw what was behind uh, the, uh, the the wings. Sorry, I apologize. Okay, so the Gemara says, no, di lote mahachi, because if you don't say that, right. Tumut udmut pnehem pnei adam, when it says that the, 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 the face looks like the face of a man, hachinami, so too. What are you going to say? So you have to say, di imut, di imut, that maybe you say those are the ones that are taken away. Meaning the idea, if you're going to say that the ones without, that the fact that we know what the leg looks like means that those wings were taken away, well the fact that we know what the face looks like means we have to, maybe those are the wings that were taken away. So you can't say that. So LED glyphosite. So it must be that the ones of the face were revealed for a little bit and you saw, meaning they fluttered and you saw the face. So achanami, so here too with the legs, the glyphosite. Here too it must have been that they like, you know, they revealed for a moment and you saw it.
Squares says no. Hachi hashta. No comparison, said the Gemara. Bishlama ape. It works well if you're talking about the face. Orach ara ligaluye kamei rabe. It's normal. It's derech eretz to reveal one's face in front of one's master. Okay, so if it moves the wings a little bit, no big deal. But kare, but the legs. Lava orach ara ligaluye kamei rabe. It's not the, the normal derech eretz to reveal one's legs. So therefore, that, that much makes, makes much more sense to say that those wings were the ones that were uh, revealed. Okay, they were revealed. Okay, another another uh, description here. Now it says here in Daniel, Katuba Chadomer, Elif Alfin Yisham Shunei, Verabu Rebavan Kadmohi Yikumun. Okay, you know that Daniel has a lot of Aramaic uh, psukim. So this one says a thousand thousands, right? Aleph Alfin serve him. Yisham Shulak Dugir Shamash. Verabu Rebavan, like the word of Rebava is ten thousand. So ten thousand ten thousands stand before him. Okay, so that's one pasuk from Sefer Daniel that the large number of angels that serve Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Okay, then Uvakatuva Chadomer, another pasuk, and this is in Eov, says Hayesh Mispar Lugdudav. Is there any number to his troops? Meaning, it sounds like there's no number. There's no like a limit to the number of uh, ministers that Hashem has. So that seems to be a contradiction. The Gemara says Lokasha Kam Bezmash Beit Mikdash Kayam Kam Bezmash Ein Beit Mikdash Kayam Kibyachol Shenitmata Pamalia Shalmala. So very similar. Answer. We say once before the Beit Hamikdash, the once after. But the idea is that, like, as it were, the Pamaya Shamala, the total number, like the army of Hashem, was reduced. It was once like infinite, and it became uh, very numerous, but still finite. Okay, Tanya. We learned the Brayta. Rabbi Omer Mishum Abe Yosi Ben Dostai Elif Alfin Yisham Shunei Bispar Gedud Echad Veligdudav Ein Bispar. Okay, so he says, no, he's a different interpretation. He says, it's not that they were reduced. It's that Elif Alf and Yisham Shunei is the number of, uh, let's say, uh, uh, you know, ministering angels, whatever, in one gedud, in one um, kind of like troop or something like that, right? One group of, uh, of, uh, of soldiers, so to speak. But but the number of, 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 of branches they have, or the number of uh, sections you have, whatever, units, whatever you want to call it, um, so that has no limit. So the total number of, of, uh, of angels, that's limitless. But there is a specific number within each sort of... Uh, Group. All right, so that's a different answer. Rabbi Yirmir Bar has a different explanation. He says, He says, no, the, the thousand thousand serve him, that's in Nahar Dinur. Okay, this is like a fiery uh, river, okay, that's associated with uh, hell, I guess. It says, Nahar Dinur Nagad, Venafak Min Kadmohi, Elef Alfin Isham Shunei, Verabu Revavan Kadmohi Yikumun. Okay, so again, it says, uh, a fiery river issued and came forth before him, a thousand thousands ministered to it, and a myriad myriads, a myriad of 10,000, uh, stands before it. Okay, so the idea is, so yeah, so that's, uh, in the, for that one section, in the hard dinor, yes, you have this specific number of, of uh, angels, whatever, but the total number is not, is limitless. Kamar says, Mehecha Nafik, uh, while we're talking about the hard dinor, where does that river come from? It says, It comes from the perspiration, uh, like the sweat, of the chayot. Okay, that seems interesting. Where does it pour into? It pours onto the head of the wicked ones in Gehenna. It says, It says, um, yeah, behold, a storm of the Lord has gone forth in fury, a whirling storm. It shall whirl upon the head of the wicked. 
Okay, so that's interesting. The Haredi Nor. Yaakov says no, it's a different uh, different group. Alashir Kumtu. It's the ones who were snatched away. Now, what does snatched away mean? Uh, we'll just read the pasuk and we'll explain. Shnei says Asher Kumtu Velo Eight. Uh, Nahar Yutzak Yusodam. They were snatched away at the wrong time, like before their time, and the river uh, or, the, or the, their foundation was poured out as a stream. Okay, that's what it says here. If you look in the Rashi, uh, actually, let's read one more bright, then we'll see the Rashi there. Tanya Amr Bishimon Achasid, Rabshimon Achasid says, and the bright, Elu Chamiot Vishidim Verba Dorot. These are 974 generations. Shekumtu Lihibarot. They were snatched away from being created. Kodem Shinivraha Olam. Before the world was created. Velo Nivra'u. Okay. Uh, they were not created in the end. Amana Kadesh Baruchu Bishatlam Bechodor Vador. God then like sort of like took uh, uh, took them and like planted them around in every generation. Behain Hain Azei Panim Shabador. And they are the brazen ones of the generation. The idea is, as Rashi explains, that you sort of have these uh, generations that were sort of snatched away, and they said they were supposed to be created, whatever that means, and they weren't created. Hashem didn't want these generations to be created for whatever reason, but he did sort of sprinkle around, I guess, like these souls, like sprinkling them around among these generations over time, but they're sort of like not such great uh, uh, great people, so they're sort of like you have like these like brazen people in the generation, ah, maybe they're from that uh, those uh, generations that weren't originally uh, created. Okay? Interesting things. We will stop here and continue on Sunday.